1: Barrett goes 1 for 2, 23 for Barrett, but he was just 8 of 25 from the field and that will do it. And this one, this is the type of game that stings. A deflating loss for the Knicks, second straight game on this West Coast trip where they had a good lead were playing some terrific basketball but unable to finish it off. And the Knicks will fall to a season high six games under 500. They're now 2-9 and in their last 11. And I've got a difficult second
2: game of a back-to-back tomorrow night. Okay. Well, I was disappointing. Um, thought they were going to win that for a hot minute there in the third quarter. Um, Knicks lose 113-104 to in Utah. Um, one of the league's more impossible places to play, uh, um, even without Rudy Gobert. This is a well-oiled machine on offense, especially. Um they put up 113 tonight and I thought the Knicks actually did a really good job defensively. Um by and large, I, or obviously a couple open threes because the Jazz are just so tough in terms of ball movement. They have two guys that can penetrate pretty much anytime they want in uh, obviously Donovan Mitchell who I felt very badly for Alec Burks there in the first half for a while trying to defend Donovan. Um and Mike Connolly and they get kickouts and they always make the right pass and like you know even with all that stuff i thought that the knicks did a pretty good job defensively um there's gonna be a lot of negativity i'm i'm sure in the chat because look they're uh 24 and 30 and you know seasons continuing to slip away uh so i do at least want to start off accentuating some of the positives for one obviously Mitchell robinson star of the game Uh, certainly had the best half of his career. You could argue this was one of the best uh, games of his career, finished with 19 points, 21 rebounds, Um, and, uh, you know, some blocks, some steals, just amazing game for Mitch. Uh, The trade deadline is obviously coming up, and uh, it's going to be interesting because he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. There are teams with cap space. He is a guy that looks at this point worthy of giving a big number to, uh potentially even a bigger number than the Knicks can give him right now. Um I think he's gonna wind up hitting unrestricted free agency. I don't think he's 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 gonna get traded, but I, I think it's a situation that Bears watching. He was amazing tonight. Um ran out of gas a little bit towards the end there. Donovan Mitchell went up and got a big rebound essentially from him, but Tibbs had no choice. New Orleans Noah was terrible. Tibbs had to put Mitch in the game. Um when he did to give himself any chance of winning and you know uh, it didn't happen uh, second guy I want to highlight Julius Randall look Julius Randall's always going to give you some plays that frustrate the hell out of you um, and there were a couple of those plays tonight a couple shots you know you don't love um, a couple turnovers you don't love um, but again this is the second straight effort from him that more or less is it's what you need from Randall and because of Robinson and because of Randall, um, and to a slightly lesser extent because of Barrett. Barrett shot terribly. He couldn't make a three. couldn't buy a bucket. Um, you know, I thought he played really well in the first half. Second half got away from him. But, like, those are the only three guys that really the Knicks had. Uh, they could not hit a shot tonight. 37% overall, 24% from deep. And even that last number is a misnomer because they had a couple, couple threes late that didn't really affect the outcome of the game. And then, obviously, 69% from the free throw line. So uh, you're not going to go into Utah and beat Utah if you don't make shots. And they didn't make shots tonight. Um, and they lost. But great game for Mitch. Pretty good. Really good game from, from Julius Randle. Uh, good to see Randle inspiring the team there in the third quarter. It was their best stretch of play of the season as far as I'm concerned for those six, seven minutes. Um, but, yeah, they ran out of gas. And, like, look, I, I – I'll get to all of the guys that uh, had absolutely putrid performances tonight. Um, I have to start just – I do have to, at the beginning, highlight Evan Fournier. Evan Fournier ended up 5 for 12 for 16 points, which is like, you know, doesn't sound like a terrible stat line. Four rebounds, and assists, two steals. That was one of the most abhorrent games I've ever seen a player play. Uh, Evan Fournier will have these nights where he hits shots, and you're like, oh, Evan Fournier. And you feel a little bit okay about him because he hits shots. And then you have games like this where you watch him and you say, I want this person nowhere near my basketball team ever, not in a million years, out physical out-toughed, non-compete on the defensive end, possession after possession after possession, bad shots, bad turnover, late, um, bad everything. It's just... You know, and again, he wasn't the only one. Burks was bad. Noel was bad. Reddish was bad. Quickly, I mean, did he play badly? No, not. He didn't play terribly, but, you know, two for nine is two for nine. Uh, Obi Toppin maybe hit a three one of these days. Um, It's really all there is to it. Um, I I don't really know what more there is to say. I will get to uh, the chat. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of questions, probably about the trade deadline. Um, but yeah, I don't really know what more there is to say about this game. I'll be curious if people, uh, have, uh, other opinions that I haven't, um, gotten to, which always seems to be the case. Ryan Huang starts us off hard to win shooting 25% from three. Yes. And nobody on the bench that can do anything. Um, get the popcorn ready for when someone tries to blame this on t- I mean, look, <laughs> I, I, There's always going to be people who blame losses on different factors. Um, Because again, when you lose, when you lose a game, there's always things you can point to, right? That you could have done differently. It's, it's the never ending, it's the never ending, um, you know, nexus of possible, of possible possibilities. Right. Um, But at the end of the day, uh, again, it, it's not that complicated. It's a, it's a sport about talent and uh, making the little round ball go in the orange hoop. Nick didn't do that very much tonight. Uh, Robert McGinley, not saying I wouldn't want him back, but if this front office isn't committed long-term to Mitch, uh, I'm not sure his trade value will be any higher. Also, please come back, Derek. Let's go, Knicks. Yeah, again, I mean, I don't know how many games is it you could point to that the Knicks have a really honest-to-goodness shot of winning um, if Derrick Rose is available. I think they could have won this game tonight if Rose played. If Rose and Quickly played, absolutely could have, could have won this game. But even if just Rose played, I thought they could have won this game. Um, is it three, four, five games? I mean, this would, I, I feel comfortable saying this is an over 500 team if Rose um, had not gotten hurt for as long as he had. As far as Mitch, uh, I'll, I'll give a little something that I heard tonight. Uh, apparently... Uh, I'll, I don't know how else to say this. There are those within within Mitchell Robinson's uh, camp that uh, like the idea of him going to unrestricted free agency, and have liked the idea of him uh, going to unrestricted free agency uh, for a while, going back to the summer. And uh, I myself have spec not speculated, wondered aloud. Whether or not uh, the fact that he does not have a contract extension is more his camp or his decision or more the Knicks, my understanding is it is more uh, he wants, or at least, again, certain people in his camp uh, would like him to, you know, see what he can get on the open market. So we'll see what happens. Robert Cross, let's pour one out for Robert Cross. Today is officially the day the dream dies, but we have a new dream. Hashtag 52 wins. Uh, Here's Robert. John, is it fair and reasonable to say that Robinson's offseason workouts led to this midseason renaissance? I have no idea what it is. I think he just, you know, getting back into playing shape, dropping a little bit of the excess weight. Um, You know, again, going up tonight, no Rudy Gobert, but still, that's a guy who's a top 15 center in the league, what we saw tonight. And if you're a top 15 center in the league, uh, you're making $15 million. $10, 12 15 13 14 something like that, you know, $15 million, like in that range, especially when you're young and, and people believe you might have some growth. So I don't know what it is, but um, every reason to be excited about Mitch. Jeremy E. Randall killed us down the stretch. Sick of watching him. Uh, okay. Uh, I mean, they're not in that game without Julius Randall. Um, I understand he's a frustrating player because of all the things that we go over again and again and again. God knows I've gotten on here and killed Julius Randle at at times. Um, offense slowed down, down the stretch. But again, the reason why the ball is in the hands of Julius Randle down the stretch of a game like this is because the Jazz have manufactured their defense to be able to switch everything. They switched everything tonight. The Knicks do not have anybody who could dribble penetrate. The closest they have is RJ Barrett and Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker was out tonight. RJ Barrett um, had himself a rough go of things, Uh, you know, and I thought they were doing a good job adjusting on him in the second half. So what does that leave you with? That leaves you with Randall getting the switch, you know, trying to draw the double, make a play, you know, I mean, he was dead 30 points to 20 shots. Um, He had a good game. Wasn't able to bring them a win in the second, in the fourth quarter, because he's not that caliber of player. Um, you know, it is what it is. We'll see what happens in the next three days. Manny Campos, hashtag 53 wins officially dead. Unfortunately, we didn't have the talent this season to compete at the level we thought we did. Hashtag tank mode. Um They had talent. This talent didn't mesh together. Uh this talent was a bad apple from the start, almost from the start at least. Some's rotten in the way these pieces tried to mix together. Everything's been off all year. Um, that's not a lack of talent. That's just a lack of cohesion. Uh, everybody is to blame. Um, and again, it, you know, I'll 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 throw the throw the fire Tibbs folks a bone here. And I, I said it on the podcast. Um, it's not about that. You know, anybody's blameless. Nobody's blameless. Um, you know, it's it's everybody's job to be cohesive when you're put into a situation with, you know, when you do have talented players who could do things and this group has not meshed well. um, And that's on everybody. It's on the best players. It's on coach, it's on coaching staff. It's on everybody. You gotta, you know, even, you know, and I, I, again, we don't know circumstances may not have been ideal, but rarely are circumstances ideal, but they had talent. This team has talent. Um, And I do think their talent is better than 24 and 30. Um, Although, you know I, as as i say that i again rose being out for so long, you cannot overstate the importance of that um and again it's it, you know without rose uh, you know it's kinda of, it's not the same talent as as last year when they were picked to win twenty one games but you know it's not that far off uh forgotten n y c death by a thousand paper cuts hashtag thirty five wins giddy up for that uh hush back for more um randall played a good game but it has me thinking even if we bring in the most elite of point guards does he defer and not bring up the ball not a fan of his dho's um it's a great question it's a it's a question i think a lot of us have wondered all season long here's the thing i wonder in the first half when i thought the knicks were really doing a nice job on offense um and in the third quarter as well to a certain extent like Again, it's like Randall playing with pace. Now, (laughs) is it that he runs out of gas? Is that he reverts back to bad habits? But when he plays with pace, good things usually happen. And I think playing with an elite point guard is only going to help that. Now, the other part of it is if he had a guy who could really get downhill, would that change the way he he, he played? I I don't know. Um, I... To me, if the right deal is there, the right deal is there and you make the deal. I just, again, I don't know that the right deal is there. And for as much as I have gotten on here and said, just get him off my team. I I I I don't like a lot of what I'm seeing. The reality is he's still an asset and a, a good, a, a, an imperfect asset, but a good asset. Um, you got to play this one smart. And. If you want to move him, move him. I'm I'm all for moving him. Trust me. But wait until you get the right deal. Uh, taxi driver, what's going on, taxi driver? So, what should we do at the trade deadline? Opinion. I mean, uh, <laughs> what 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 are the offers? I mean, they they have to clear up the rotation. Um, There's six games under five hundred. I mean, look, is there a path where they make a trade that maybe gets them into the play in and maybe they put a scare into a team in the first round? Yeah, there's always a trade. McCollum, get McCollum on this team. Get Rose back healthy. Rose, McCollum, RJ, Julius, Mitch, you know, Grimes. Uh, um, you quickly, oh, like, you know, maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe acquire a, like, there's a world where this team can still make the play in tournament. That's not dead yet, but like, what is that going to get you? Is that, does that win you that many brownie points in the league at large? The Knicks made the playoffs or the play in playoffs for the second year in a row. Like, I don't know if you believe in your culture and you believe in what you got going on here and you believe in your development program. Um, I think the move kind of probably has to be investing in the future. Um, what does that mean? It means different things to different people. But look, I I think you gotta clear Kemba, you know. Kemba has no place. I've, I've been saying we've been saying it for months. Kemba has no place on this team. Uh I would say if you get rid of Kemba, try to get rid of Kemba, I would really kick the tires on a Fournier deal. I'm not paying a tax to get rid of Fournier, but if someone is willing to take on Fournier, you know, and, and it's not gonna cost you anything and maybe even get a little something from it. That's why like the McCollum rumor from today, if again, I don't think this is what it's gonna be, but if it's like Fournier and and you know, Walker or Burks or Noel, I mean I'd love it if it was Noel, for for McCollum, you know, and like we pay like a high second round pick, like sign me up for that. I mean, just there's different moves they can make. There's different directions they could go. Um, just be smart. Don't overpay, don't undersell. There you go. Brian Martinez, we got to stop apologizing for quickly. You know, I, I, again, at this point, it's, that's fair. He's not a point guard and not a starter, just an end-of-the-bench type of hustle player who can get hot. I'm a little higher on him still than that. I, I, I think the can he be a starter on a good team conversation has maybe subsided a little bit. Um, bad job by me for predicting that that would be the case earlier this season. Um, that would appear to be wrong certainly not giving up on him as the the type player that, again, I think has always pointed to him being, which is sixth, seventh, eighth guy on a really good team who can not run your backup offense, but that, again, we saw his ideal role, right? We saw his ideal role playing off at of Derrick Rose. That's his ideal role. Um, you know, and he would run point a little bit in those possessions. But, is he, you know, the starting point guard conversation, I mean, it's clearly gotten into his head. Who knows? Maybe he comes out of it. Maybe the shot picks up again after he kind of, you know, figures out the point guard thing a little bit more. But any, you know, any any throwing some cold water on the idea of Emmanuel quickly as whatever we've wanted him to be, that's, that's fair. Uh, meet Maravich. Alec Burks is a parking cone. Eh, Evan Fournier is a parking cone. Alec Burks got worked by a guy who's going to make – I don't know all NBA second team this season. Um, I mean, it's Donovan Mitchell. You know, the thing with Alec Burks is Alec Burks is just in a bad place right now. He can't hit a shot, but was he good defensively? No, he was bad. Um, But again, it's Donovan Mitchell. So Danny Gardner, uh, what's going on, Danny? Good to see you. Fournier never should never should have been in, in the fourth quarter of this game. Randall was great in the third, but awful in the fourth. I like to see the effort tonight, though. Um, Yeah, I mean, you know, quickly played 24 minutes. Fournier played 31. Tell me you want to flip those. Um, You know, at the same time, it's like I just killed Fournier. He was 4 of 8 from deep. Quickly is 1 of 5. Who else did you want in? You want Cam Reddish? I don't want Cam Reddish in that game. Uh, I did not want Cam Reddish anywhere near that game in the fourth quarter. But, you know, again, you lose. You know, you open yourself up to second guesses. Uh, Stevens Guillaume. Tough L. uh, Played three great quarters. Couldn't hit shots down the stretch in the fourth. Extend Mitch. Good comment. Thanks, Stevens. Always appreciate you chiming in. Um, Mello from Toronto. What's going on, my man? The tank starts tomorrow, John. I think the tank might have already started. Uh loved what I saw defensively from Cam in spurts. Yeah, a couple nice moments. Um, RJ had some good moments, true. And Mitch was a man amongst boys. Thursday couldn't come soon enough. Yeah, I, I, we'll see what they do. We'll see what they do. Again, I've said it a few times. Maybe the, over the last few weeks, maybe the best thing for this team is that, you know, they lost this game. And anybody having any... Questions about the season in the front office, what they could do. I mean, they're a game and a half back, but it's it's not even about the game and a half back. It's it's you're twenty four and thirty, you know. You're twenty four and thirty. Um, Tyler Michaels, what's going on, Tyler? There's no organization or coherent play in the fourth quarter. I, I God, you need talent in the NBA to look. Organized and coherent. When a team like the Jazz, who has the sort of organizational memory, even without Gobert, to to dig in and play real defense in in a fourth quarter, if you don't have guys that can create matchup advantages, you're not getting anywhere. The only Nick that could create a matchup advantage is Julius Randle, and he couldn't do it. I, I again, th- this notion that there's like this this magical playbook out there that only you know, certain coaches have access. You have to make shots. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. Uh, you have to make shots. You have to create advantages. You know, uh, if you have a point guard that can control the pace and direct the offense, uh, no composure at the end of games. Yeah, I mean it's a personnel issue. It's a personnel issue. I just I, I I thought the comment was more about like there was more they could have done. Like what you know what what are you gonna do? Uh, G beers, no Grimes, Kembo, or Rose. Quickly is cold. Needed def- defense. Um, perfect Deuce game. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, I thought we might see Deuce tonight. I got my hopes up there for a hot minute when Tibbs was like, I uh, haven't decided on on the starting lineup yet. Uh, yeah, I think that's fair. You want to see Deuce? That's okay. Uh, Nick's lack of a point guard. Uh, Tibbs' rotation has cost the Knicks two bench scorers. When was Burks' last fourth quarter? Three. Cam showed effort, but wasn't good. Um I don't know about the cost suit cost Nick's two bench scores part of it, but um yeah, anyway. Yeah, I would have been fine seeing Deuce in this game. Um, but again, you're is is Deuce the answer? Deuce gonna solve our, our problems? Maybe. Maybe. Never know. CT Pittman, what's going on, CT? Always good to see you. John, you are Leon Rose. My god, don't put that kind of onus on me. What's the first phone call you're making tomorrow morning? Oh my god. The problem is like <laughs> So the the easiest guy to move in theory is still Alec Burks, right? And like the way Alec Burks has been shooting, who's giving up anything for him? Um or like, what what contending team, you know, wants him? Um, you know, my first call probably depends on the intel that I have about Jalen Brunson. Um, we don't know what that intel is. If the intel is that, if you open up twenty plus million dollars worth of cap space, um, Jalen Brunson will sign a contract with you. I think your first call is probably to I mean there's a couple of places you could call, right? I mean fuck call Orlando. Call Orlando and see what you know, what a Gary Harris for Noel and um Noel and Kemba trade. Like what does that cost you? Can you can you get that for the Detroit pick, the twenty twenty three Detroit pick? I don't know. Um, you know, maybe you get it for this year's second rounder. I don't know. I mean, there's just not a lot of big expiring salaries left in the league. Uh, I don't know. Do you call up Minnesota and see if they want to shuffle the deck? They have Prince, they have Beverly on expirings. Like those are contracts. Maybe you call them up. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I like I said, I, I don't think kicking the tires on Fournier is crazy. Um, See if Phoenix would be interested in one of your guys. Um, You got the Sarge contract there and the the Jalen Smith contract there. Um, You know, that could be a two for two swap. I just like if you're not making a win now trade, then you're then what are you doing? You're 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 trying to clear the books, because if you're not trying to clear the books, if it's not important to you to clear the books and just shut these guys down, then you don't need to make a bad trade. But or a, no, I shouldn't say a bad trade, a trade that that opens up money. Um, they're you know it's they're in a tougher spot than than people I think think. Uh, Danny Gardner back for more. RJ didn't shoot it well, but it was the least. But was at least getting good offense. Yeah, I, I, I was okay with RJ's process, and I just didn't didn't make any baskets or didn't make enough baskets. They need to rest him more in the second half slash run the end of game offense through him. Yeah, I just think it was tough tonight because so many guys were out, or Grimes was out, we should say. But um, yeah, no, that's that's fair. Uh, Jesse D, what's going on, Jesse? I want to give Randall credit. Good comment. Thought he was mostly awesome tonight. The whole team collapsed in the fourth quarter. We were gassed. Yes, we were. More than anything, my God, Noel, it's awful. I mean, here's the fun parlor game, right? If the Knicks could get one of Noel or Walker off the team, who's the priority? Who's the, who's the guy that you got to get off? I think the, the easy answer is Walker. Because I mean, I was looking it up tonight. And, like, look, there are different ways you could finagle on-off numbers. Like, again, the, the, the Knicks number with Randall off the court this year is still incredible. It's almost uh, plus 10 points for 100 possessions. But it's only 757 minutes. Almost all those minutes have come against backups. Derrick Rose is on the floor for a lot of those minutes. Um, The real number that that really sticks out is Kemba um, in over seventeen hundred minutes before tonight. So this number will change a little bit, but plus two point six per hundred. You know that's a that's a top ten that's a borderline top ten number in the league this year. So I think if if you want to get someone off here, I think it's probably Kemba. And I bet you Kemba wouldn't cost as much to get out of here as Noel. Um, but you know, we'll see. Sean Ford, what's going on, Sean? Guess we see why Tibbs might have kept IQ on the bench in LA. Uh, you think, again, I thought, he, you know, quickly had some nice moments. But second year two guard in a slump. Uh, he was god awful and turned the game for the Jazz. This one stings. We need a point guard so bad. They need a point guard. Badly. They have for a long time. Uh, Jacob Rialli, What's going on, Jacob? Choosing to focus on the first 42 minutes of this game only. That's fine. I appreciate that. Seems like the front office told Randall to either get his shit together or he's gone. You know, that's really – talk about burying the lead. Thank you for saying that. Like, again, are there nitpicks you could make with Randall in this game at the end? Are there nitpicks you could make with Randall in the L.A. game? Of course, um, but like for about a week now, we've seen a semblance of the guy at times at least that we saw last year. Now, at the same time. The computer dust up, right? Uh laptop gate, uh in LA during the timeout uh two nights ago. You know, that's like I'm 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 not saying make a huge deal out of it. It's like heat of the moment, whatever, but and I get he's frustrated, everybody's frustrated it's fine, but you know you want to see the you wish the leadership was even like if the if the front office did have a conversation with him and was like hey get your shit together you'd like to see the leadership be a little bit more consistent. Um, you know we'll 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 see. Um, Kevin O'Connor tweeting out the Knicks should give Miles McBride a chance at point guard. He's averaging thirty and ten in the G League, but doesn't play for the Knicks tonight. Um, Why not try Deuce? Yeah, it's fair. It's very fair. Um, so uh, continuing Jacob's comment, to be honest, was envisioning a Rose, CJ, RJ, Randall, and Mitch lineup. Hey, that would be a good team. If that team had played the entire season and that was the starting lineup for 82 games, it's a playoff team, right? Even with Randall regressing, I think that's probably a playoff team. Or at the very least, a high play-in team. Too little, too late? Maybe. Um, Anthony six though, going to be positive in three areas. I'm all here for the positivity. Extend Mitch again. I hope. I hope that's a possibility. Uh, with the rise of bigs, he's invaluable. Um, if he plays like this, he's invaluable. Um, yes. Uh, two Tibbs has nice glasses. Um, great Randall game strung together four in a row. A few more on the paper plate come down Uh, and the paper plate comes down. Yeah, I I maybe even one more, maybe even one more, maybe one more good game and the paper plate will come down. Maybe we'll take the paper plate down before the trade deadline. Who knows? We'll see how he plays in Denver. Um, blueprint. You try, you tend to miss shots when you are so tired. Tibbs has to manage minutes better for the starters. Again, they were down guys tonight and, um, they shot two of – they were three of their first 20. So the bad shooting was the whole game. Um, I don't know. And then for the year, the Knicks are actually one of the best fourth-quarter net rating teams in the league. Up until, I don't know, a week or two ago, they were actually the third-best fourth-quarter net rating team in all of basketball. So I'm not sure about uh, that comment. The data does not back that up.
3: This week, Underdog is offering a special line in their pick'em lobby for this Sunday. Joe Burrow over-under one, yes, one passing yard. Pair this special line with one other correct over-under pick, and you could turn 25 bucks into 75 bucks in a single super game. Let's go over my betting slip for this Sunday's game. I've got the Joe Burrow line of over one passing yard. I went Matthew Stafford over 39.5 for longest completion. I went Cooper Cup over in receiving yards at 107.5. I went Odell Beckham for over half for longest completion. And lastly, Jamar Chase over .5 receiving touchdowns. Note that a pick'em slip has to have at least two teams involved. So if you take the Joe Burrow line of over one passing yard, a pick-two slip would need a Los Angeles player in it as well. Sign up with the code FILMSCHOOL, and Underdog will double your initial deposit with up to $100 in bonus cash. Again, sign up with the code FILMSCHOOL, and Underdog will double your initial deposit with up to $100 in bonus cash. Enjoy the big game this weekend with our friends at Underdog Fantasy.
2: Hushu self-tanking question mark if the Knicks were oh wait hold on of course that comment disappeared on me uh give me a sec uh thank you guys everybody by the way um for coming staying up late we're already past midnight and um oh no I hope the comment didn't go away um damn it the comment went away Uh, Andrew I need your help Uh, if you could pull back up the comment that I just started reading um, I don't even remember who it was from but it it disappeared on me Um, I'm going to pick up with June odd feeling that Mitch and a combo of our vets is going to be the package that helps get Jeremy Grant to a contender Mitch and a combo of our vets is going to be the package that helps get Jeremy Grant to a contender Not sure what we get back. CJ question mark. So you're envisioning a three-team trade where Mitch goes to Detroit. And I guess. um, I. So wait, no, you're talking about a four-team trade. Because you're talking about Detroit's involved here. Portland's involved here the Knicks are involved here and a contender's involved here I'm not uh, I'm listen I'm I, it's after midnight I'm uh, maybe I'm shot uh, but I, I'm not you' you're gonna have to be a little bit clearer if you're telling me that Mitch is going to get traded to Detroit in the next couple of days like look I'm, I'm not gonna tell you you're wrong maybe um but yeah I'm, I'm, there, look there'll be a trade of some kind all right here's the rest of, of uh, hush zoo's comment. If the Knicks were serious to win games, they would have made a trade, especially at the start of this trip. Everything about the direction of this team is so questionable.
3: I think maybe um,
2: the direction of the team, maybe the front office is actually like a lot more real. This is my hope at least. Maybe they're a lot more realistic about things than we realize. And again – this season was all about trying to have your cake and eat it too. But if the cake wasn't going to be there, you weren't going to suffer that much because of the nature of the the contracts that they signed. They were all two years. You know, they gave it their best shot. It didn't work. I still think their eyes were on the prize. I'm not really worried about the long term for this organization. Um, what what is this? Um, love. Uh, I don't know who this comment is from. So, oh, this is from. Is this Kevin Danishevsky? Yeah. Kevin Daniszewski. Love you, but you were nuts on the pod today using similar reasoning to people who justify uh, despots. Um, reminded me of Plato's anti-democracy argument. I was a philosophy major, but tonight is not on Tibbs. Uh, the bench was bad. Um, I, I. I don't know what I'm supposed to say to that comment. Um I use my reasoning to justify what I believe to be things that are justifiable. Um, and I think comparing a head coach of an NBA team to a, a political leader is a uh, bit of a stretch. Um, I get where you're going with that, but um, I will uh, politely agree to uh, disagree there. Uh, Greg Film. uh What's going on, man? Uh great game by Jules despite some questionable shots, but why can't he gather the troops and give that kind of effort even when his shot isn't falling? That would be great. It's one of the many complaints about him this season. It's a fair complaint. Um so yeah. Um oh wait, I missed the rest of that comment. Um, but thank you for that um comment again. Uh this one, I don't know who this is from. Andrew, let me know. If nothing else, after – oh, Jessica. What's going on, Jessica? How are you? If nothing else, after his slump, this being the season where RJ gets better and better in front of our eyes and is expanding his game, is so great to see. I think he's going to be really awesome. Let's go next. Yeah. So I want to spend a minute on that comment because, like, again, I've spoken about this in the past, and I'll say it again. I think that what concerned me so often about RJ – is his bad games or his slumps would just have such like it would, they would feel like more than just bad shooting games. They would feel like this is a guy who just is really just flinging stuff against the wall, hoping it sticks. Tonight, RJ had a bad shooting game. I didn't feel, you know, bad about the process. I just, you know, we miss shots. That happens. Like That's what you want to see. And I completely agree with you. He's on it. He's on the road. Um, Rest of Greg film stuff's comment, that's what makes him such a puzzle to me. Yeah, I eat, listen, Randall is a uh, puzzle wrapped in an enigma, wrapped in, a, uh, wrapped in a ham sandwich. Dono Louis, I'm frustrated like everybody else, but we have to remember that players we complain about the most are playing roles they wouldn't be playing on a real winning team. Rome wasn't built in a day. It's a great comment. It's a great comment. I have nothing to add. It's a great comment. Completely agree. Um, one more from Kevin Danishevsky. Mitch was awesome. I loved RJ's process, despite the missed shots, but hit the free throws. Yes. What was RJ tonight from the line? Uh, I know he missed – I don't know how many he missed. He missed too many. Um, I know that. Um, but, yeah, hit your free throws. Still under 70% for the season. That's just – that's not going to cut it. Um Julius was awesome for three quarters, but he looked like 21-22. Julius in the fourth missed Quentin Grimes. Yes, they did miss Quentin Grimes. Uh this one from True Story J. Does Tibbs know how to use a damn rotation? Playing the 50 playing 50 minutes, sat damn near 40 minutes tonight, um, plus a back-to-back tomorrow. RJ's legs were gone. Uh, again, I I you know. What happens when you have a team without enough good players on it? Again, I'd like to see Deuce. Um, I trust the coach that if he's not playing, he's not playing for a reason, but I'm one of the very few who um, trusts this coach. Uh, This one from Wixell Metellus. We played three decent quarters despite a couple of starters struggling. I think Noel and the cam minutes hurt us. They did because those guys were not good. Um, Plus missed free throws again tonight. Bright side. I didn't expect us to be this competitive. Again, it's like everybody's frustrated. Everybody, you know, wants better, wants a win, wants this, wants that. You're playing a really good jazz team, even with Gobert in Utah. Uh, You're down, guys. You're down, talent. You're down everything. It was a game. It was a game in the fourth quarter. Um, I I, I thought it was pretty good. Forgotten NYC, what's going on, man? Uh, Play that stood out for me was Emmanuel quickly had a wide-open layup but was scared and passed to an OB corner three. He has one of those every couple of games. Uh, There was an egregious one. I think it was the Laker game, if not the game before that, but it was was recent. We've seen that. Uh, He's beyond lost right now. I'm worried. Um I imagine it's tough to try to learn how to play point guard at, at, at the NBA level on the fly. Um you know, it's just tough because the shot isn't there and, and you figure that would have been the thing that he could always fall back on, and he can't fall back on it right now. Um it's okay to be worried. I'm still high on him long term. We'll see what happens. Uh from Robert Boy Reddish tried on D, but his shot selection could be better. That is uh, an understatement. His shot selection was poor. Um, something I did not think—I I don't think we've seen before tonight in a Knicks game—is a guy like going up for a a layup and just losing the ball out of bounds. Uh, that was a new one. Um, but again, he—you know—he looked smooth doing it. So we'll see what happens uh, with Cam. Uh, Okay Hush Zoo CJ trade thoughts Does IQ get included I mean look IQ's in the middle of a dreadful stretch I'm not including him in, in, a, in a CJ trade I just I'm not doing it I don't want to do it You want to give up a pick Give up a pick You drafted this kid The kid's in the middle of a bad stretch um trying to learn how to play point guard he's not hitting shots i still believe in emmanuel quickly enough to think that you know you know by the end of mccollum's contract i could see quickly being the better player that may sound insane but i still believe in emmanuel quickly um Okay. From down to dentist. Oh, we always love reading that name. I don't know why. Uh, hold on. Uh, IQ looks really bad lately. Mitch looks amazing. RJ looks amazing. Agnostic about Randall. That's fine. I'm, I'm comfortable with anyone who's agnostic about Randall. Uh, but Macri, man, reddish. Yeah. God help, uh, this off season. Look, Again, it's if it's not obvious by now, it, sh- it, it should certainly – or if it hasn't become obvious before now, it should be obvious. The Reddish play was not like we're going to trade for this guy to help us win games right now. The Reddish play was we're trading for a guy that we think might be an asset. Is he an asset? We don't know. Could he be an asset? Maybe. We'll figure it out over the course of the next two months to – year and three months or whatever, three months to year and three months, whatever, whatever it is. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say anything about reddish based on what we've seen. Um, so far from Michael Mirando. I was on the fence about going after CJ McCollum, but after watching Noel Burks at 48 tonight, I'm totally on board for that thoughts. Yeah. Again, it's just a matter of what you're going to give up. Like, I'm, you know, I'm sure the, I'm sure the, the, Uh, Blazers are going to, are going to ask for quickly. Um, You know, they're going to want, what else might they want? They're going to want the Dallas pick next year. Uh, Portland probably, if Portland makes it back to the playoffs next year, they're not going to have a draft pick at all anywhere in the draft. They've already traded away their second round pick. And if the pick lands from 15 to 30, it's going to convert to Chicago next year uh, because they're going to keep their, presumably they're going to keep their pick this year. Um, you know, so do they want the Dallas pick? If you're the Knicks, do you it like, I, and again, maybe, maybe they, maybe the Knicks would offer the Dallas pick and like Fournier and Noel or Fournier and, and Kemba or Fournier and Burks, uh, you know, and that pick and, and Portland's like, yeah, no, w- 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 no, I have no idea. I, I would think that that would be a competitive offer. But what does New Orleans want to give up? I, you know, I really don't know. Uh, from Q left blank. Um, Ka- oh Kasim here. What's going on, Kasim? Uh, Saying grace. Um, love you guys and what you do, J Mac. Please don't take the bait from the tips haters. Uh, also, it's time to take down the plate. Uh, you know, Kasim. I respect you so much. So yeah, yeah sure. I love Kasim. Kasim always, uh, Kasim always, there we go. There he is. You're always so thoughtful and uh, I appreciate your, your, your thoughtful comments and and everything. So because you asked for it, the plate is down. As for taking the bait from the, um, uh, Tibbs haters, look, I don't really, I don't really care. Um, i I would not put comments out there and thoughts out there if uh I was swayed by popular opinion in response to those comments. I'll just say that and leave it there. um credit is due, hold on, um oh wait, no, sorry, I missed this one um do, do, do. yeah, here we go um Joseph John, you said earlier, Tibbs does have a ceiling um is not a championship level coach um name his portraits and inabilities that give him that ceiling be honest um i think he is very rigid and i think and the reason why i, I said what i said and that i do think i do believe he's the right coach for this team right now and for the foreseeable future is i believe you need a coach that is unwavering even if it may be to a fault sometimes um when you are trying to pour a foundation in place of what was arguably the biggest dumpster fire in the league you know that's the part that i guess i always go back to is like there was an argument that this organization was worse off than any team in basketball when um you know when leon rose came aboard and in terms of talent in terms of culture in terms of basically everything um steve mills was the worst head executive in basketball i don't think it's close um you know so they needed to build the thing from nothing from scratch and more than more than build from scratch they needed to get the rot out of the walls. That's that's the term I always used in our in our little text chain. The rot is in the walls. Well, I don't think the rot's in the walls anymore. And as much credit as we could give whoever you want to give it to, I, I, I give Tibbs most of the credit, which is why I will defend him even when it's probably unreasonable to do so. But if you're asking me why I think there's a ceiling on him, I think part of it might come down to he does play his guys a lot. He does have a tendency not to trust guys who he doesn't trust and um again there's the there's a little bit of the rigidity and I think the better coaches in the league are able to be more flexible while still while still keeping keeping the core intact keeping the foundation in place now I don't even think tibbs has yet had the opportunity to do that here because I believe we are still pouring in the pouring the foundation stage. Um, I don't think he ever got past the pouring the foundation stage in Minnesota. Um, traded for, I think the, the issues in Minnesota were more personnel based and which is why he he should not have personnel decision-making, you know, and I think his, his stint in, in Chicago was largely outstanding. And I think this, this conversation is probably moot if Derrick Rose doesn't tear his ACL, because I think he won a cha- wins a championship in, in Chicago if Derrick Rose does not tear his ACL. So I don't know. And again, I just want to be very clear. I'm not saying they can't win a championship with, with Tom Thibodeau as their coach. I'm just saying I think there is a higher likelihood that it winds up being someone else, Johnny Bryant or otherwise, because um, because NBA history kind of shows us that when you have a situation like the Knicks where they're so far back, usually it takes one coach to get you from and this other others have said this it takes you one coach to get you from point a to point B and then another coach to bring you across the finish line that's just leaning on precedent um you know because again and it, and again this is this is not rocket science here go back. Any situation in NBA history, doesn't matter how good the coach is, eventually a voice gets stale. Eventually you need a new coach. Tibbs has a harsh voice. Tibbs has a loud voice. Tibbs has a demanding voice. Tibbs grates on people. Um, that is not, especially with the way athletes are today, coming up, AAU, the whole thing, that is going to grate on guys more now than ever. So there is going to be inevitably. a a ticking clock scenario here. So I think it's a little bit of Tibbs, a little bit of situation, a little bit of history, a little bit of everything that eventually he's going to need to move out and someone else is going to need to move in. But as far as like X's and O's and like rotations and all that stuff, like, you know, that's the stuff that I I think is, is, uh, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty ridiculous. Uh, Jaden Evans, credit is due. Absolutely should be given. Tibbs went with Mitch for the final 10 minutes after the Noel blunder. Yes, he did. A clear adjustment from the Lakers game. Preacher to the choir. Um, Hayden Freed. Season is officially over tonight. Tonight did it for you? <laughs> I guess. Stamped Monday, February 7th. Keep up the great work, KFS. Uh, thanks for the comment. Thanks for the contribution. Thanks. Thank you, everybody, for the contributions and the comments. And the likes, we have 131 likes after this terrible, disappointing game. Um, Feel free to get the likes up um, because they help us out. G Beers, what's going on? Uh, Randall needs to stop with the Raymond Felton-Baron Davis half-court walk-up. I get PTSD every time. That is a very fair comment. You'd love Randall to keep the pace the whole time in the whole game. Has not happened for a whole game this year. Um, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it as would everybody else. Um, Wambler, that's a cool name. Uh, quick is a shooter that can't shoot <laughs> right now he is poor shot selection. I think we might be giving him the Frank treatment. I still love Frank. Eh, quickly's had more big. Well, no, I shouldn't say that quickly has shown an offensive ceiling that Frank was never even close to showing um, Frank was the better defender quickly a good defender for his size. Um, you know, I think people are being fair. People are being pretty harsh with quick um, and he's earned it. Um, Lunas and Marat 100% believe cam can be great on D he showed flashes. That's fair. Um, I think he's capable. I think he's capable of being whatever he wants to be. He's got all the talent in the world question of what does he want to do with it. Scott Garchik, how do we have the most cap room and need a point guard and we wind up with Evan and Kemba? No one we signed or re-signed could get a first after picking Obi over Halley. So we got an angry comment here. Um the OB, the Obi over Halley comment is very fair. That um I hope that doesn't I hope that isn't the pick that winds up defining Leon Rose's um you know, tenure for the negative. Um, As far as no one we signed or re-signed could be traded for a first, they only gave out two-year deals with the exception of Fournier. Um, They were trying to be responsible. It may have backfired a little bit. As far as the, the, how do we have all the cap room in the world and not wind up with a point guard? Um, Kyle Lowry did not want to come here. Chris Paul did not want to come here. Uh, go look at the other point guards that were signed to free agency. Uh, would you want to be sitting with Spencer Dinwiddie right now? Not so sure about that. Uh, Dennis Schroeder. Uh, you, like, you like what Dennis Schroeder's done in Boston this year? Is that the guy that's going to – would have been a better better option for the Knicks this season? Like, you know, campaign wanted to go back to Phoenix. If you're a campaign fan, uh, Reggie Jackson has shot it absolutely putrid uh, for the Clippers this season. He was a free agent. Did you want to overpay him $15 million a year? Because that would, that's what it would have taken to get him here. Uh, who am I missing? Lonzo Ball. Lonzo's the guy. Lonzo's the guy. You know, did they could they have made a big investment in Lonzo? Even if you, and that's assuming Lonzo didn't always want to go to Chicago. Maybe Lonzo always wanted to go to Chicago. Um, I don't know. But that would be the guy to circle. Um, anyway, uh, Miles Roach. Rest in peace, hashtag 53 wins. Time to pivot to the youth development. Amen to that. Harry Donert. What's going on, Harry? Good to see you as always. Maybe looking through rose-colored glasses, but it seems the starters are playing much better, but we are now playing against more talented teams. I mean, the numbers, I'll look them up right now, actually. Um, But yeah, I think that's, you know, I think that's a fair. I think that's a fair comment. Um, needed to take advantage of the schedule earlier in the year. Yes, a hundred percent. We needed to take advantage of games at the beginning of the year. You know, you can't lose games to Orlando. Um, you know, you can't. I mean, we could go through the schedule and talk about the games that they blew. I would rather not because um, I don't have that much alcohol in the house. But yeah, they did. They did because this was going to be the hard part. And unlike last year during the five game winning streak or the nine game winning streak, when they beat some good teams, this team doesn't have that kind of depth. They don't have that kind of cohesion. They don't have that kind of character, quite frankly. And, uh, Randall's not playing like it was last year. Uh, Mello from Toronto, that video coordinators laptop never recovered. Randall really held his own. LOL. Good comment, my man. Uh, Scott Garchik. uh, with the thanks for the contribution uh, why Fournier over DeRozan why oh why uh, that is a great question I don't have the answer you would absolutely rather have DeRozan on his contract than Fournier on his if you're asking me to posit a reason why they went with Fournier instead of DeRozan my guess would be they felt like the extra money that DeRozan was getting, not to mention the fact that, well, no, they wouldn't have needed to do a sign-and-trade. So the extra money that DeRozan was getting, for as much as DeRozan is a much better player than Fournier, they were envisioning a version of this team where Fournier's floor spacing um, and ability to put the ball on the floor a little bit, hit a shot from deep, all of those things, would basically outweigh the good stuff that DeRozan brought. That was a miscalculation. It was a, it was a, it was an error. Um, I don't know how else to say it, but I get where their thinking was. Um, it was just, it was not correct thinking. Um, Gee Huber then what's going on, Gee Huber. um, I've always I'm always the first to be all over Tibbs, but tonight isn't one of those nights. There was nothing more to be done tonight. I thank thank you for the comment and the contribution, Kevin Danishevsky. Non tonight related, but for the list I sent you. Oh, I still need to get back to your most recent email. Uh, who had the better career, Sean Marion or Amari Stoudemire? My goodness. It's it's Amari for me, but Marion is the career I'd take. I mean, Marion won a championship. Marion, I think you could argue. I mean, Amari had obviously the higher ceiling. That goes without saying. (sighs) What a better career, Amari or Marion. It depends on what you're, I mean, it's, it's, that depends on how you view basketball and your opinions on basketball. Like there are situations where Omari's career in certain situations would have been the preferable career to have for, again, depending on how you built teams around him. There are situations where Marion would have been the better career based on whatever situations. If you're asking me, who's the guy that like, I have to say Amare because there was a hot minute there where Amare was like one of the best players in basketball and Marion had a longer career, more versatile, um, all those things. That's a good question though. It's a very good question. I, for me, at least it's a good question. Hayden Carey, John, I love everything about KFS, but respectfully disagree with your defensive tips and the rotation. Every game plays out the same way. Why not mix it up? Guys are exhausted. Grimes, Cam, Quick. Um again I will just kinda lean on what I said today. Um and the main the main point that I was trying to make in the podcast was not that Tibbs does everything right. It's purely that we're coming at it without all the information and we have much, much, much much less information than he and the staff has. And, um, you know, I'm someone who has a lot of respect for what it has taken for him to get to this point, for his track record as a coach. I trust him. If you don't trust him, that's perfectly valid opinion. Um and I should never intimate otherwise because all opinions are valued here at Nick's Film School. Um and we thank you for offering those opinions uh all the time. Uh okay, a couple more super chats and then we're getting out of here. Um okay. Brian Martinez, Mitch's health worries me, sell high. It's a fair comment. Frank Miranda. Uh, Mac, what's up? It's your boy Frank from Patreon. What's going on, Frank? How are you? Um, I will be at the game tomorrow to watch us get washed. I hope we don't get washed. They need another shot creator desperately. Yes, they do. McCollum would be a beast on this team, and he would not impede RJ's growth. I don't believe... um, um, I don't believe that uh CJ would be bad for this team. To me, it's more about the cost of, of getting him. Um Harry Doner confused. If you have intel that Brunson will come here in the offseason, what is the benefit of giving up assets to get him at the deadline? Uh I don't think there are benefits to giving up significant assets. I think it's always better to have a bird in the hand, but again, at what Dallas is going to ask for, I don't think I don't think they should. Um, and I don't think they will. Um, Ju and on three team deal with Mitch going to Detroit with salary match and grant elsewhere. Question mark. Uh, question was, could we help? Could we help CJ was a separate question as to why we'd want him. Ah, I gotcha. Okay. So let me think about this three team deal. Mitchell Robinson's going to the Pistons. With a salary match and Grant elsewhere. Um, So Detroit is getting Mitch with our salary filler, and then we get something back. So the question I guess I would have is if Detroit – If Detroit is giving up Grant and getting Mitch, so they're square. on. So theoretically, they're square, right? It's basically Mitch for Grant. Okay. And they have to take on salary for the right to get Mitchell Robinson for Jeremy Grant. Okay. So the team that we're taking salary from is giving us the assets. So who's giving us the assets? Well, who wants Jeremy Grant? Um, I don't know. I mean, there are teams that have been rumored to be interested in him. If I'm the Knicks, uh, I would love a first-round draft pick that could potentially become unprotected from a team that could potentially be bad at some point in the future. Um... is like, there's just so many different scenarios that like, I I don't know. I don't like you want me to go through all 29 teams. I just, I don't know. I don't know who, who, I mean, if you're telling me that like I could send Jeremy Grant to Chicago and I could get like Patrick Williams, like sign me up. uh, I'd throw in a pick probably for Patrick Williams. Um, Like maybe a high second rounder, maybe the Dallas pick even. I'm just really high on Patrick Williams, but I don't think you're getting, I doubt you're getting that kind of deal, but who knows? Maybe you will. Um, anybody else that's obvious that comes to mind uh, as a grant team? Like, I don't want anything the Lakers have. Um, like, I'm not tra- I'm, a- I'm not essentially trading Mitch for, like, Horton Tucker and, like, the 27 first. I mean, if it- – mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really. I don't have anything on top of my head, but it's it's a fair it's a fair deal. Construction, Travis Droud, play the kids or quote play the kids end quote quote trade for CJ quote help me make it make sense. Uh, I think they're just a responsible front office that's looking at all options. That's all. Sergio Acosta, trade quick if you can get a pick or unload a vet. He's Jason Terry at his best. I mean, Jason Terry scored. 20,000 career points almost. That's pretty good. RJ with a bad game, put up 20. Why, what are you sipping on? And keep up the great work. Thank you. I'm sipping on some kind of Irish, uh, I think it's a scotch. I don't think this is bourbon. It's good though. Um, I'm sorry, the bottle, I left the bottle over there. I'll bring it next time. Uh, Matt, Aussie Knicks fan. I love you, Macri. I don't love, how we are using Obi sitting in the corner jacking up threes isn't his game. Uh, what should we change to let him shine? I mean, if you've noticed over recent games, like they're trying to get him at pick and roll. They're trying to get him in pick and rolls. They're trying to get him running middle. Um, unfortunately, it's come with quickly a point guard and with a traditional center, so that none of those none of those actions have come to fruition. You get him going by playing him without a traditional five. But this coach is never going to do that because this coach believes in rim protection, and Obi cannot protect the rim. Um, you get him. You get him help by playing him with Derrick Rose again. Get Derrick Rose healthy. That's how you help Obi Toppin. Um But at the same time, like you know, he needs to learn how to hit that corner three. You know, I understand it's 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 a it's a frustrating situation because you can't use him in the ways that are most beneficial to your team or to him, but that's the reality of the situation right now. Um, Andrew's telling me I missed one from Kevin Danishevsky. It says message redacted. So, um, Andrew, if you know what that message is, let me know, but thank you, Kevin, for the contribution. Um, if you want to type it in the regular chat, Andrew will get, you, get that up in the, in the pinned tweet. Um, okay, I think we got one more, and then if there's anything else that Andrew wants to pin. This from DDD137. I may just be a crank, but I think we should absolutely not give up Mitch. That's not being a crank. It's a very valid opinion. He has the potential to be the best finisher literally ever. He's only finishing right now at 80% on the season. With a point guard, he could be an all-star. I don't know if I feel comfortable predicting an all-star ceiling for Mitch. I do feel comfortable predicting, again, if he puts it all together. If everything goes right, if he stays healthy, if he adds a little bit more to his game, that's reasonable. All of those things, can he be a top 10 center in the league? Yes, he can. Can he ever be a center you're going to win a championship with as your starting guy playing 30 minutes a night? I am I'm, I'm dubious. But again, that's that's not a conversation we have to worry about right now. Just if you believe in him, and you could sign him at a number that makes you feel comfortable with disparate outcomes you sign him but what is that number going to be what is he going to want cuz again at this point it seems like he's going to if they keep him on the team past the deadline he's not going to sign an extension he's going to want to enter unrestricted free agency so you know how do you how do you feel about that okay here's Kevin Danishevsky just want to say that today's pod was my favorite of all time. As I said, you were very wrong, but it's okay. <laughs> you guys put out killer content. Thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate everybody who listens. I appreciate everybody who listens and thinks I'm an idiot. I appreciate everybody who listens and thinks that I'm right. Um, so thank you for listening. Jacob Reale. What's going on, Jacob? Um, thank you for the very generous contribution. Going to be traveling for work for the next couple weeks. Likely going to miss a few games and these post games. But best of luck to you on the show. Thank you. I appreciate that. We appreciate that. Hopefully we aren't too mad by the way the team looks after the deadline. Yeah. Um, I'll make a bold prediction. I think Nick fans are not probably not going to be thrilled with the deadline because nobody is ever, but... I think they're going to have a good deadline. I really do. I really believe they're going to have a good deadline. Um, That's what they're going to do. You can tell me anything and um, you know, we'll see. Anyway, that's it for today. Appreciate everything. Appreciate uh, all you guys coming in. We got over 150 likes. Over 300 people watching, um, and it is almost 1 o'clock in the morning. So I'm going to go attempt to write a little bit about this game. I will see everybody when I see you tomorrow night. Peace out.
1: It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust.